4: Now,
5: stay with a fan for this special program.
6: Hey, baseball fans, the game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights.
5: And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back, Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. and the Brewers have the lead.
6: We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen.
7: It is a final from Boston, and the results are good as the Brewers take game one of this three game set at Fenway Park. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Tim Allen, Tim Shea, and uh, we're right here in the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, Lakeland.edu. the final, and this felt like a damn playoff game is what this felt like. And I got to say, the thousands of Brewers fans in that park, it seemed to me not just hundreds. It seemed like it were a few thousand at Boston's Fenway Park. Of of course, the Brewers haven't been there since 2014, but this game uh, not only got the crowd into it, I would say around the sixth inning. The game really was sort of a flat game early, and, and these types of games often uh, will seem like that early. Uh, and then uh, about right around the sixth inning, things just took off, and it got super intense. Want to get your reaction on this one? Brewers have won now four consecutive games. They've won now six of seven coming out of the All-Star break and just win. That's what you need to focus on here as the uh, Brewers run their mark now to 56-44, and 44, 100 games in the books here during the 2022 championship season. Just 62 remain in the regular season. And uh, there's been a domino that has uh, dropped in terms of trades in the NL Central. Some reports have uh, Luis Castillo going from the Reds to the Seattle Mariners and well, maybe that's a guy they, they, they didn't have to – well, it is a guy. They're not going to have to face uh, with a few games left against Cincinnati later this year. want to get your reaction here. Now, I do want to say that our numbers now are a little bit different. If you've got it programmed into your phone, you're going to have to program a little bit uh, different number here. 414-677-1250. So instead of the 799, it's 677 Pretty easy to remember, I would say. 414 677 1250 as the Brewers uh, get the victory here. You can hit us up on Twitter as well as the uh, Brewers get the victory. Uh, Brandon Woodruff now has an ERA of 355. He goes six and a third in this one um, and just has one un- one earned run given up uh, striking while striking out nine in this performance. And he is on fire, since coming off the IL. And now a four and zero mark. He came into this game in five starts since coming off the IL. In five starts, a three and zero mark and a 2.20 ERA. And now it's going to go to four and zero because he did uh, record the victory tonight. And that ERA uh, just in the five starts. So if you're looking at one through six and a third, the 2.20 is probably going to go down to around, I don't know. 210, 205, in his last six starts. He is outstanding right now. Just dynamite right now. You got a one-two punch coming back, guys. You got a couple of aces on top now. Are you convinced of that? 414, 677, 1250. Are you convinced of that? Now Burns and Woody, Woody's back, and now you have the one-two punch. Don't look now, but Freddie Peralta tonight had his second rehab start. He went three and a third in the performance for Nashville tonight, allowing one unearned run on just three hits and struck out five. So he's on the mend. Now, again, granted, that's going to take a little time for him to get, you know, his, his legs back uh, under him at the big league level. But he has time to do that. I would, I would think another rehab start and he's ready to go. I don't think it's going to be much more than that. I mean, you don't have to have length out of him once you get him here. You just need to get him here to work on getting length while here. And then you've got the one, two, three punch. The timing of all the, uh, of this could be just just off the charts good. You've got Burns, who's Burns, Woody rolling, Freddie coming back, and then you go from there with uh, the two lefties, Lauer and Ashby. What does this mean for Hauser? Well, it means, means bullpen is what it means. Brewers get the uh, victory here, four to one. Now again, the numbers are changed a little bit here. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. That's four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. This seemed like a playoff game to you. I mean, it's one of those games that did to me. I'm probably not the good uh, scale on
8: this. It did. It did. It, it. The fans in it, the Brewer fans, like you said, that were out in Boston. I was talking to a few earlier in the day. They said they're all over the place. Good feeling, good vibe. Everyone felt good, and just the energy and juice in that place—they said was amazing. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm just not a good uh,
7: judge of, you know, I—I got—I guess I got a decent read, but not—not end-all, be-all. Because I just—I mean, you—you you could say it's a lonely Tuesday night in May, and it's against Pittsburgh, and I say, man, it felt like a playoff game. Uh, not maybe to that extreme, but this certainly did. I, I'm just wondering for you guys, uh, did it feel like that? And again, just to recap, Brewers get the 4-1 to one victory. They've now won four in a row. Is this the streak that you're looking for? Is this the streak that we had talked about, you know, for the past couple of months? Hey, that streak happens to other teams. It just hasn't happened with the Brewers here this year. Where they rattle off eight or nine games in a row. Maybe maybe hit double digits or rattle off something special like, you know, win thirteen of fourteen. We just ha- have not seen that just major run. Are we in it now? They've won six of seven coming out of the break. And also uh four in a row. Uh four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. We'll start out with Mike. Mike, your first up here on the fan. A four to one win over the Red Sox. You and Tim. What's going on? It's more important how you are, Mike. You know that.
9: I, I love it. Um, well, great win, first off. Uh second off, Christian Yelich, man. Where have you been? He finally got that clutch hit uh to put him ahead two one okay, and I think. Okay, that was I a was real thinking the, point today. Mike,
7: I was thinking the same thing. Now let's hash this out together. <laughs> There's a panel of three. It's it's you, Mike. It's uh, it's T Bone Timmy Shea in the uh, st- in the uh, producer <laughs> booth, and then it's myself. Okay, so seventh inning, tie game, on the road. That was seventh inning. Was that not the seventh inning to break the tie? I believe it was. I yeah. think so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was the seventh inning. Okay, uh, an RBI base hit with two outs. Now that's key here too. Two out base hit to knock in the lead run in the top of the seventh inning on the road. Is that, on our panel of three, is that a clutch hit? Defined as a clutch hit. Okay, Mike, I'll start with you. Absolutely. No question. Tim Shea?
8: It took the lead. It was a big hit. Yeah, it was. I'd say Mm. yes.
7: Oh, man. Well, I I don't need to vote then. So two out of three. We already have that.
9: So the, there's a there's a couple other things I wanted to get to as well. So since the All-Star break, Tim, Brewers have done a lot better job with getting guys uh, third base, less than two outs, getting those runners home. Don't you think?
7: Oh, for sure. Scoring two out and two strike runs. Oh, come on. Yeah, for sure. And
9: then the one other thing, um, and I know Tyrone Taylor, he had a great game tonight, so credit to him for having a good game. It still doesn't change what he is. You know, 227 hitter. 273 on base percentage. Meanwhile, Sal Freelich, our first round pick from last year, he's hitting 321 at double A with a 379 on base percentage and a 479 slugging percentage. You know, sometimes the biggest risk that you have to take in an organization doesn't necessarily, you know, just come from making a big trade Mm and trading all your prospects. I understand, you know, bringing him up from double A at the age of 22 would be a gamble because he could come up. He could struggle. He could lose his confidence. But at the same time, I think you need to take that risk uh, as an organization because this is your first-round pick. He's a college kid, you know, came out of Boston College. He's hit well all throughout the minors. And I, you know, I'm just tired of this rule, this unwritten rule within the Brewers organization that you have to be 24, 25 years old before you get a chance in the big leagues. I think we should bring that kid up. Right yeah, and I'm not sure, Mike,
7: hey, thanks for the call. I'm not sure they yeah. will do that and and I just I will say this, however, that it seems like the organization as a whole are moving players a little bit quicker to me. It just seems like that to me. I think I think we we could cite examples of that. you know Hed, Hedbert Perez and Sal Freelich, as you mentioned, Mike. So whether or not it is uh, going to be down the stretch here in' 22. But I think in ensuing years, 23, 24, 25, you're going to see these players probably a little bit quicker than we have in the past. Uh, 414-677-1250. That's 677-1250. Nate, go ahead. You're on the fan. Uh, felt like a playoff game to me.
0: Um, I'm not going to say it felt like a playoff game, but it definitely felt, um, it definitely felt like a big game. Had a big game feel to it, um, especially uh, that seventh inning when Brad Boxfucker came in, and that 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 guy is just cool, common collective. He comes in, does his job, does He's so like a job. robot. Yeah, and then Devin Williams. Oh my God, I I love to see him get fired up. Um 'cause because I was listening on the radio and. I started getting nervous because he went down three. He went down three, one, two, uh, the, uh, the second out. Then he came back and struck him out, and then he came back and uh, got the got the next out. And I tell you, I just love, I just love seeing him fired up and hearing him being fired up. And then um, for me, um, this is what this is for me, Tim. I, I've been talking to you all year, and this is what I've been wanting the birds to do all year. Um, as far as the offense and they're finally, they're finally putting it together as far as they're just, they're just, they're not, they're not worried about the home run ball. They're worried about putting the ball in play. They're, um, being a more aggressive earlier in their counts. Um, but, but then when they need to, they're taking the extra pitch, um, and they're working the walks, um, like, uh, Willie Adams. um, on that single, just put the ball in play. And then when they start, when they make them throw the ball and make them make the play, you know what I mean? Don't don't swing for the fences, pop the ball up in the air, and just let them camp under it. Oh, no, put the ball in play. When they try to throw, when they try to throw a long at home, and then they start throwing the ball all over the place, then that's what, then, then that's what we want. We want these. We want teams to play defense. We don't want. We don't want to bail teams out. And I feel like this. This is the strategy that the Brewers should be using all year, for the rest of the season. Well, maybe the meeting.
7: I mean, again, I mean they had a team offensive meeting. I mean they they did, and that was it was uh, it was uh, uh, conducted by Andrew McCutcheon. And so, that to me. Again, those, those that say meetings don't help anything. Meetings ain't going to do anything. You can't fire up it. You are what you are. No. Well, I don't know if, they, if they'll go back to what they were in, in large part uh, in good chunks of the first half. I'm not sure. We're going to find out, obviously. But I, all I know is they had a meeting, and now we're looking at to, to update the uh, numbers here in now the seven games coming out of the All Star break. They've scored 46 runs in seven games on 67 hits in seven games. They're, they're almost right there. They had eight hits tonight. They're almost right there with their 10-hit-a-night average. You didn't see that earlier this year. Nate, you're all over it. You didn't see it last year. I think there was a, a degree of conversation that occurred with, guys, you got to get the ball in play. Now, they did strike out a handful of times tonight. The strikeouts were a little high today. There's, there's yeah, no question. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Um. Just say one more thing. Um. I don't know. I hope David Serves is, is is working around the clock, twenty four seven. Um. Whether trying to find some type of uh bat to bring into the lineup, and like I've been saying all year, with you Tim, bullpen bow bullpen arm. arm. Yeah. I like yep. I like our guys that we got back there. I like our guys that we got coming back. But if you could just find another guy. Who can be a seventh, ace, ace uh, inning guy? Who you when the haters not willing to go? You can push back and you can put him at seven and box at eight or something like that. You just actually, I, I would just feel way more comfortable going into the playoffs if we could find another guy for yep. that bullpen.
7: Yep, me too, Nate. Good stuff, man. Uh, 414-677-1250. That's a new number here. On the fan, four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. 1250 The way I looked at this was, was, it was pivotal in the seventh inning. We all know why, right? You guys know enough about Brewers baseball. Once you allowed Woodruff to go out there in that seventh inning, either Woody or the combination of Woody and Box needed to lock down that seventh inning. That was a, a key part of the game. It's almost as if you won the game right there. With the lead. You're sitting there with the lead. You got to get the seventh inning done with. Well, it didn't start out real well for Woody in that seventh inning. Allowed a couple of base runners. You can see he's running out of steam a little bit. It was his longest uh, outing of the season, which I find that hard to believe, but it was. So you have the two on with the one out. Box comes in. Again, same scenario. Box, you got to do your job here. And, and it, you know, you give up a simple base hit, the game's back to even. Then the whole complexion of the latter stages of this game changes then. Because you don't know if you're going to go with Devin Williams. You might go with a Jake McGee. You might go with a Hobie Milner. You might go with a, a Trevor Gott there in a tie game. Well, they held, they held serve right there. Okay, now what? Look to tack on. Look to get some insurance. Well, they didn't, they didn't get that in the eighth inning. They struck out in order in the eighth inning. Okay, momentum shifts back over a little bit. Devin Williams, they knock him for a base hit to lead off the inning. Then he gets a strikeout, then another base hit. Now, again, we're, we're going to re-rack it reset it right there. If you can get out of the inning with the lead, you get a free shot in the top of the ninth inning for insurance. It's, it's just as simple as that. You get a free A-B to get some insurance because contrary to what a lot of Brewers fans are thinking right now, I still feel good about Josh Hader. I do. And I still think more than nine times out of ten, he is going to lock in a save. Was he overused uh, in early July? Without question, there's no doubt in my mind they overused him. And I can cite the examples of pitch count, length, and cities that he pitched in. So now he's through that. Well... Fell behind the first batter, 3-0. Fell behind the second batter, 3-0. Fell behind the third hitter, 3-0. I mean, come on, Josh. It's BP with a three-run one, le- uh, three run lead, especially to the leadoff guy. No walks. You're in a no walks defense here, man. You got to just throw BP fastballs and hope he keeps it in the park and hits it at someone. Yeah, that, that didn't happen. But that was the scenario. In, in, from the sixth inning on, you knew that. Now, that being said, I'm, I'm getting to what Nate had talked about, a bullpen arm. You are still going to have to have an arm in there, a lockdown arm, a box-type guy. You just are. Whether, that, whether that's Jake McGee, if that's what you got to do, whether that's Trevor Gott having a resurgence in the second half here, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. But I think externally you have to have an arm coming in here. And that guy, another box, another 6th, 7th inning guy, another hybrid 6th, 7th seventh, seventh inning guy, a Jeremy Jeffress when he was going 6th or 7th inning. And the guy that comes in to get it done. Because, again, you're leaning on these guys every night. I mean, I get trying to win tonight's ball game, but it's going to come back to haunt you. The usage of this back end of the bullpen by the way, congratulations. Devin Williams now 29 consecutive appearances without giving up a run. 414-677-1250. Brewers get the victory 4-1, game one of the three-game set in Boston. If you happen to be listening on the Odyssey app and you were at the game in Boston, we'd love to hear from you and find out what kind of atmosphere that was. 414 677 1250 uh vincent our buddy in california boy we're going from boston mass to to la what's going on vincent
2: hey what's up man what's up man hey you got it done you know i like the insurance runs at the end man i was, I was checking up on the game you know the game cast and i was like come on taylor come on get, at least get let's get at least a sack fly get something in to get one run to get that insurance in, baby because josh hater was kind of giving y'all a heart attack a little bit too i was worried too when i was checking in i was like come on hey don't I mean, hey, you did my Giants a favor. It's all good. I, I didn't call back when my Giants did what they did to y'all <laughs> no, But, hey, yeah. it is what <laughs> it is. Everybody's going crazy about hater man. Get rid of the hater, trade them. You know, hey, we all have those days, man. We get pooped out, you know. And I think, like you said, uh, logical minds, you know, you said, man, they overuse them. You know, you know at the end of the day, Lonzo gets out. It might be a hard attack. That's right.
7: I didn't hear from you heading into the all-star break. Yeah, no, nah,
2: because after my Giants did what they did, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna call. You're a good man, Vincent. <laughs> you know what I mean? But hey, like I said, I'm down with the Brute Crew, man, getting these wins. It means something, man, because you gotta keep stacking these wins up, especially. You know, I know the Cardinals won, so y'all still three games up. And all these naysayers, man, before the all star break ended, man, all these naysayers saying we're not gonna Cardinals are gonna take over. Nah, man. You know, you gotta just keep going, man. You just stack up wins, even if you're a half game above. He's still in the lead. He just stack up those wins and keep winning. And I like it, man. I like how they played a the little small ball. They did what they had to do. Got those insurance runs. And then, then you can relax. Josh Hader just needed to relax, man. He had those insurance runs, okay? <laughs> well, and that's victory, the thing
7: man. about Williams and Hader. Vincent, always a pleasure, dude. H- have, have a great night and have a great weekend. We'll Shout talk out. again. That's the thing about Williams and Hader. It's a little bit different than your average reliever in terms of How the inning is set up. For example, you feel when when a guy like Trevor Gott or a guy like even Box to a degree, when he starts a fresh inning and there's a hit and a walk or there's two on and one out, you feel totally different when there's Devin Williams on the hill and Josh Hader on the hill as opposed to these other relievers. And not just relievers on this team, just other relievers around the league. I feel com I don't feel as nervous when there's two on and one out when those guys are on the hill. I just don't. If anybody, if any reliever is gonna have the ability to work their way through that stuff, I mean their strikeout numbers are off the charts. When they want and need a strikeout, they typically get it. In in some tough situations. And I, I Again, that doesn't mean they're going to, to not give up a, a run or two here and there because they will. I'm just talking about the way you feel when there's a couple of runners on and one out. You feel different when Williams and Hayter are out there. You do. You, you feel like you can get out of this thing. It's, it's not the end of the world here. Uh, 414-677-1250. Ask, and you shall receive because on the Odyssey app, uh, he was at the ball game at Fenway. It is uh,
10: Brian, is that right? Yes, it is, your Tim. <clears throat> what a great night at Fenway! I'll tell you, it was just—I uh, never seen, I never imagined getting down here and seeing this many Brewer fans, Tim. It was—it was that whole third base line was just packed, and they had, they had rowdy chance, They had cheered for Hunter. I mean, it was—it was—it was a heck of a heck of a. Was it your first trip
7: into Fenway?
10: We were in Fenway probably about twenty, twenty five years ago and my kids are really little and okay. and I don't even remember much much of it really but but uh getting down here it was extremely warm. We're going again tomorrow for the Fox game of the week. And we're gonna be sitting in the bleachers and uh but I it was just a great day and and, and to see Woody pitched the way he did today and, and, and just the, the the level—it just seemed like there was some energy, so much energy in the park tonight. You talk about even at Amfam, you know, being quiet—that stadium was loud tonight. It was—it was really rocking.
2: It
7: just but, always seems like it's a playoff feel in that park, doesn't it? I mean, you talk about the tradition and, and history and heritage of, of that uh, Fenway Park. You know, there's just the, the the players that have that have gone through that park, but it's just year in and year out. It just appears, I don't know if it's the capacity that, that makes it a little more lively and entertaining, um, but it just always feels like the crowd is so into it, not just with a Brewer series, just any series. You know, flip around the dial, you see, well, let me check this out. It's Boston and Baltimore, and you're like, it's they're still going crazy at Fenway.
10: Oh, and uh, and you know, when you come into Boston, who you when you're walking into that stadium, I, to me, I had the goosebumps. You just walk in and see everything. I mean, all the history and, and, and the everything they have there. I mean, I even asked our the guy that was taking us to the stadium, I said, will they ever replace Fenway?" he says, absolutely not. And it's like, but I got to tell you, Tim, I mean, we our seats. I mean, we should be very thankful we have Ampham Field because I'll tell you that we had a sit-in. I'll tell you, they were, they aren't the best. I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> How much did like you pay? To, it, well, we paid we paid over a hundred dollars for seats for each game, and I'll tell you, I mean, our, our our tickets weren't cheap, and it's not even that the airfare to get down here, and but it's a once in a lifetime opportunity sure. to see to see Fenway, but but uh, it's it's just it's just a I'm so glad we have Am fan, but it, to come down here to to Boston to see this and and just to be around this this atmosphere, it was it was just a, a neat neat trip for all of us, and I just hope we can. Get another one tomorrow and get this, get this, get this, keep this team rolling here. We're doing well and and I'll tell you, Yelly. I mean, boy, he's he's looking a little better. He's got that toe toe tap down, you know, and he's actually getting that foot down sooner. And uh, maybe his first two at best and look the sweetest, but I thought I'm hoping we got a, a nice second half coming out of him and and mix the moves of the deadline and let's add and let's let's uh, keep her rolling, keep her rolling. Yep,
7: you got it, Brian. Make it two in a row tomorrow at Boston. All right. Will do. All right. All right. Uh, I have never been to Fenway Park. Craig Council on, on the flag and his pregame show uh, said that we're in essence, I, again, I'm I'm going to paraphrase a uh, phrase, uh, you know, Wrigley Field has sort of that history also. And it's because Brewers fans, you guys are down there. A lot, so we don't un- we don't grasp it. He didn't say we didn't appreciate it. I think it's a dump, but that's me.
8: Wrigley. I think
7: they they should upgrade that. I mean the the, the renovation. You call that a renovation? Really? Okay. No.
8: The outside area, sure, but the inside,
7: it's right? Still the same. It's 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 the same, but we're used to that, so we don't we don't walk in and we're not enamored by the the history and and tradition and heritage of of Wrigley Field uh Fenway Park is new to those of you that went to and have gone to Fenway Park where it's you know wow this is Boston this is Ted Williams or this is you know Babe Ruth this is Yankee Boston rivalry all those games all that all those players and you know playoffs and world series and things like that it uh it's much different so I don't know if that it probably has a lot to do with it you know, because we're used to Wrigley Field, maybe we look at Wrigley a little bit different if we lived in, oh, I don't know, Arizona. All right, 414 677 1250. Let's uh, g- continue to get your reaction. Mark, you're next here on the fan. What's going on?
11: Hey, Tim. Mark Baseman in uh,
7: Denver. How uh, are uh, you mark We go from I'm, okay we go from boston to uh l a to now denver
11: no to l a we're gonna we're gonna go all the way out there or are they coming here
7: no no, no no I'm just saying our callers tonight oh okay okay
11: well i just i i just moved here from uh milwaukee i've always been a fan and uh I think it's great entertainment. I don't know all the the stats that you guys know, that's why I listen to you. And uh, I, I just love it. I just—I—I I, I got it on my L, uh, MLB station, and I watched the whole game. Oh, these guys are going to be good, and they are good right now. What do you think?
7: Oh, yeah, I, I think they're on a roll. Is this Mark, my uh, bass player in Denver? Yeah.
11: Yeah. yeah, Mark, yeah.
7: you got to come yeah. back and do some gigs with us, man. We're looking.
11: Um, well, are you looking? <laughs> really? I'm coming you, back you, in you August.
7: Know, so. I, I, I'll tell you what. Why don't we come out to Denver? You line us up with a gig, and you play you play bass with us.
11: No, 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 no. These guys are just playing heavy metal that I'm playing with right now. You don't want that. Uh, well, and not you know, heavy
7: metal. We'll do classic rock with you, but not yeah, maybe not the heavy metal.
11: I know. I know, let me, let me set it up and I'll get back to you, okay? All right, Mark, thanks. All I'm saying uh-huh. is that the whole Brewer's situation is great entertainment. You know, you you can break it down, you can break it down, you can break it down. But uh, oh, I, I, I felt uh, a little tinge with Hater,
7: I, th- I, think you're, I think you're not alone. Mark, always a pleasure, man. We, we got to yeah. scoot. Rocky Mountain uh, High in Denver. Uh, 414-677-1250. Uh, hold on a second here. The uh, Audi- Odyssey uh, app is just popping tonight. Okay, let's keep track here. We're going to take inventory. We went from L.A. to Boston to Denver and now we're going to go into Montana. And we say, hello, Montana. You're on the fan. Hey,
12: Jim. Hey, Jim. Man, I tell you what, it doesn't get better than this. A Brewer win, got the dog out for a walk after the game, watching the sunset behind the mountains. It, uh, life is good. Life is
7: that, good. That is great to hear. That is, that is really awesome to hear, man. You're lucky.
12: Thanks. Hey. Hey, got a question for you. I've been thinking, you know, there's not so much talk about, uh, you know, batting averages being down across the league and so on and so forth. You know, when you look at the math part of it, I, and I wonder how much the shift has played into that lower batting average, you know, loading bat, low, yeah, lower batting average, Tim. I mean, mm-hmm. shoot, if if somebody loses three hits every 100, that's 30 points out their batting average if I do my math right.
7: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it has a lot to do with it. I think that's a big part of it, and I'll keep you here to respond, but it's a good point. And there's talk of getting rid of the shift next year. So why now would you just recreate your swing to combat the shift? Just play it out. Just wait it out at this point because you might screw yourself yeah. up not only this year, but also for next year, when you can just go back to doing what you normally did.
12: Exactly, exactly. I tell you what, Tim. I'm feeling the excitement. You know, I was in high school back in the back in the early '80s, and you know the excitement that went around all those teams and and going to county stadium. When I watched the game, watching the game on TV tonight, it did feel like a playoff atmosphere and it was so cool to watch the game and just see all the brewers fans that were there.
7: Yeah. I mean I mean thousands. What was your name again? It's Joel. Joel. Okay. Joel, where yeah. do you, where do you live in Monta- Montana?
12: So I live in the uh, I live in Helena, which is the uh previous home of the Helena Brewers. Mhm. Until until they uh until they moved out of town, but uh yeah, so I live right in the center of the state in the capital.
7: How did, how did you end up being a Brewers fan? Are you from Wisconsin?
12: I am. I am. I grew, I grew up in Racine and uh, went to Case High School back there. And uh, we moved out here about 20 years ago for family reasons. And now uh, we're just settled in, raised my two kids out here. They're both big Brewer fans and uh, living the dream, man.
7: Yeah, that's that's cool, Joel. Always a pleasure, man. Uh, hey, let's talk down the stretch here. We'll, we'll hopefully right, celebrate sounds, a championship.
12: Sounds good, Tim. Hey, thanks for doing the show that you do. I, I just you're one of my most admired radio guys, and uh, I just want to say thanks for what you do.
7: Yeah, you got it, Joel. Thanks a lot. And you know that some people want to fight technology a little bit. You think you rewind the clock to almost even when I started this show, Tim Shea, when you think about it, I mean, probably not many years before I started this show, in 2006, you weren't able to be in Montana, Denver, L.A., and Boston.
8: And listen to you?
7: And listen to this show. Mm-hmm. Could you listen to it? Let me let me just ask you. In 2006, did we have... Streaming? The live stream, I guess, on. On a website, maybe right
8: or Maybe, no? maybe, or like a replay. <laughs> I don't of. know the Tim Allen replay. That's a good. You know, I'll uh, I'll have to do some research.
7: When did we start doing this in terms of? Uh, but point being, not many years before that. You just couldn't do this. That's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. 1250. Uh, Four to one, Brewers get the uh, game one victory in Boston over the Red Sox. They've won four in a row, six of seven, coming out of the break. Their offense does look different. Eight hits, four runs tonight. Nothing to write home about. They get the win. It was enough with this type of pitching. But, again, it's, it's fairly consistent. Didn't look good early. The first five men to the plate for the Brewers struck out. Woody's do, Dealing. And what a brilliant move by the Boston Red Sox to have a lefty opener.
8: I want to touch on this later or get back to it, but I want to go back to that Yellage hit and clutch and see if you thought it was clutch. You didn't answer that question. No, I didn't need to. We we, we got the 2-0 vote, but I I, I still want to hear your answer and and reason why or why not. I
7: didn't need to. Uh, Let's go to Marshall. You're next here on The Fan. What's going on?
13: Well, good uh, good evening, guys. Uh, you've gone a little national tonight, which is which is fine. And uh, many of those states I have visited and uh, been to. And um, before I get into it, I've been to Boston. I've never been to Fenway, but Boston Fenway's just part of the history of that town, and such a great history in that town. And. Um Fenway's just a, another part of it. And uh, I, I've been in the Boston, the old Boston Garden neighborhood many moons ago. And um, it's just a great city to visit, guys. And uh, um, would love to get back eventually. I haven't been in a while. But uh, it's great to hear other perspectives tonight from mm-hmm. a lot of your callers. And, by the way, Tim, I'm hanging in there despite uh, what I've been going through here of late. Uh, just... Taking it day to day and week to week, but uh, but this was a tremendous win tonight and uh, um, great win, uh, great. I would say there was some clutch playing tonight, guys, uh, and it was good to see. You know, we good to see getting guys home, good to, and, and not having to do it for a change with the home run ball because you know as well as I do. When we get into postseason, we're going to have to win. A, we're going to have to win games like this if we're going to go far. These are going to be the kind of games we got to win. So um, I felt very good tonight. I felt good about this series, and uh, we'll see if we we've got something going here. But uh, we can't deny it's been a great run right out of the All Star break. I feel like we've been shot out of a cannon here, and let's hope that it continues.
7: Yeah, no doubt, Marshall. Thanks for the call. Thank I, you. I wish you well too, man. I. Uh... I know what it's like to go day to day, being under the weather. Still, still, just nowhere near. Uh, Tim Shea could tell you stories, guys. Oh could, yes, I could. <laughs> he could tell you, tell you some stories. Uh, but the Brewers do. It, it's a great escape. It's great entertainment. As Mark said in Denver. Um, Joel said in in Montana that uh, you know his his kids and himself, big Brewers fans, and then they love watching. Did feel to me. This is this just me, though? And I'm probably not the not the good barometer on this, but it did feel to me like a playoff game. It did. Okay, so now we're going to go to who?
8: Justin, who is listening okay, once again on let's, the Odyssey yeah. app in North right, Carolina. Let's,
7: let's re- recap the yep. uh, Odyssey app tonight on a Friday night here in late July. We are going from california to massachusetts to colorado to montana and now to you forgot la North Carolina.
8: la is in there too
7: yeah yeah and justin you're next you on the fan what's going on
14: well i just figured since we had like the carmen it was fitting that i call in as well um Hey, first off, before I get to it, Tim, I hope Marshall gets well, too, brother. Hang in there, man. I know it's tough, but, you know, if we all battle through and we'll battle together. If one's down, we're all down. If one's up, we're all up.
7: So You got it. Thanks, we, Justin.
14: We we, we got to give a big kudos to Christian Yellish for his bat. I, I absolutely and obviously. But one thing that I think that was key to that ninth inning in assisting Josh Hader was that ball played off the wall. They held the runner to just a single. That's a... Completely different game, and I know it's a four to one game, but I think there's a little bit more pressure with the guy on second base. The guy can pick up signs. There's a lot of different things. So Christian Yellis really assisted this win tonight with his bat, but I think with his glove. Um, well, this not only just... that,
7: and I'll let you, I'll let you respond to your Justin. Not only that, but yelly hey, you he had two hits, but it's the intentional walk also that allowed Willie Adamas to get to the plate. See, I mean, so he doesn't have to do the damage to be part of the damage.
14: Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people are saying that he's not going to get back to his MVP caliber of play, and that may be very well true. It may not be true, but one thing that he's doing is getting on base, putting pressure on the uh, opposing pitchers by him just being on base, and now his bat is, like you said, intentional walks. This team, like, we, like, like I've been telling you all year, Tim, this team has a lot of talent. And you know what? Just like we talked about a couple nights ago, if we don't add anybody, if we get these guys to keep raising this level of game up the way they've been doing, we may not need anybody. Honestly, I I agree with uh, my guy, what's his name, Nate on the north side, you can never have enough arms, so a bullpen arm, we can't oppose that. But the bats, these guys play ball the way they're playing now. I don't know if we need anybody, and I know that's crazy to say, but I just think, you know, he's got to hang in there, man. But, you know, great job, Tim, Tim and Tim, the, the two killer Tims, and – uh Hopefully we do the same thing again tomorrow. We have we have these great calls. These calls are great tonight, man. Everybody's positive. Yeah, absolutely, about these, this is what we needed. All right, man. I talk <laughs> no to you doubt, tomorrow, just- Tim.
7: Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, North Carolina, California, Colorado, Massachusetts, Montana. All on the Odyssey app, which is free. I mean, a lot of people will uh, listen to the ball game, whatever platform, or watch the ball game TV. Um, and then they will just grab their phone and throw us on, and just go that that route. Do we have the music ready? The music, sure. Did you just tell me Court was on?
8: Yeah, I I've I, it, does he have music? I've never this is I've never uh, had a uh, phone call. Hold on, yeah. throw throw him on Court.
7: Hold on, th- this dude, this dude right here, Court Tim Shay.
8: Yeah? He doesn't yeah. know your intro music? I don't. I've never Oh. I've never had a phone call with him on the post-game show. Oh.
4: oh man. Well, we need to break <laughs> you in, my friend. What's the do intro? You know who them boys are. I, okay. Do you know who them boys are, first off? <laughs> Tim you, I do not I don't. Is, I don't.
7: You discipline him. Court, you're you're in charge of him right now. You just tell him. That's 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 the Brewers, baby. That's
4: them boys. That's what I call them, at least. Me and Tim call them them boys, baby. Them boys. Them boys is a song also. And, and there's, there's a song, them franchise boys. There oh, we go. oh, oh, oh. Now you with the program, baby. Yeah. Learns quick, Court. Them boys, you got it, Tim Shay? We're
8: good now. We are good now. Whenever you call, I will be ready for that. We are good now. Go ahead,
4: <laughs> Chim, I, got, Go ahead I got this court. feeling in my bones. I got, I got this feeling in my bones. And it's, it's, it's a good feeling. It, the, the feeling is streaking. And I think we about to hit our groove patch right out. I'm, I'm I'm feeling it. I mean the bats As, have been
7: was, too am bad am I supposed to be am I supposed to be booing or bougie? I can't remember which one you talk.
4: <laughs> bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bougie. There you go. So uh I think we're about to hit our groove patch right now. Um I think they feeling themselves. They finally got a little bit of confidence. They know what the bats can do, and now they're performing. And it feels good, you know, just like the song by Tony, Tony, Tony. It feels good right now. But I'll it tell does. you this. And they it, it, they are rolling for sure. Victor Carantini really played that ball bad. By Colton Moore. Off the, off the monster, he, he, held, he was on second. And he should have scored. Oh, I
7: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not blessed with great speed, though, Cord. I mean, those guys are slow. between second and third.
4: Like, yeah, that's true. You didn't know that was coming off the wall?
7: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you didn't know that was going to hit the wall, right?
4: Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it almost went over, which I know that's <laughs> tough to do. And, Tim, I've been to Boston, I've been to Fenway last time the Brewers were there. Wow! To open every up the season we to, in fourteen, Every bar we went to, I went to every Brewers fan and said, okay, on three, we're going to sing Roll Out the Barrel, and then we're going to give a, here we go, Brewers, here we go, with two claps. That is awesome. And it went off without a hitch. Every single bar just out of the blue, Roll Out the Barrel. <laughs> They're like, Boston well, and looking around like, what, what, what? What's a barrel? <laughs> What a (laughs) crackerjack! Who's rolling what?
7: (laughs) Yeah. All right, Court. I gotta scoot, and and I gotta say that you 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 and Billy need to take me to hip school and just get me on
4: track here. All right. Um, I got you covered, big baby. I got you covered. Them boys, baby. Them boys. Then
7: I can then I can hit your groove patch.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Groove patch.
7: There it is. All right, take it easy. 1250. Oh boy, uh, one uh, hell of a uh, first hour of the program, that's for sure. Uh, Tim, do you want to take a call, or do we need to break? We probably uh, should it's, break. it.
8: we 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 can take another call, or we can go to break. I'm, I'm going to let you... Well, if
7: you're going to give me the choice, I'm going caller. So let's right, get let's one in. right,
8: let's go caller. Uh, let's go to Rich and Racine.
7: Rich, what do you say you're on the fan? 4-1 Brewers win. Hey, Tim,
15: I just love the role that this team is on. And I might have a little different take on it than everybody else. This is the coach's time to keep this team on a high. What I mean is they lost it in in um, June and early July. Uh And now this team has brought it back on their own. Now it's the coach's turn to turn this team into a solid, solid winner. These kids are having fun. Please, please coach staff, coaching staff. Don't take the air out of them. Let them play. Just let them play. They're having fun. And, and I look at council He's a little different the last couple of nights. He's got a little he's got a little pep in his step. And as far as Caratini coming around second base, going to third, that coach on third base was out of position. Caratini was looking for him, but he couldn't find him. You he's got to be oh, just no, as much of no that doubt. play as okay. everybody else.
16: So I just I just put a lot of this. Yeah, line of sight. Li- li-
7: yeah, yeah no 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 question. Line of sight is pretty pivotal with that third base coach. That's why you see him way down the line uh, many, many times. it's 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 not just to get a get a good read on the baseball, but it's gonna get and uh, he's getting himself in the sight path for the runner.
15: right. And, I think, and one other thing. I think Yelich is I mean uh, hater is fighting himself. I think he's found himself with the last hitter, and I just hope he keeps doing what he's doing. And just don't fight himself. Relax, if you know what I'm saying.
7: Yep. Okay, he was good. fighting himself. Oh, for, for sure. Yep. yep. All right. Rich, Thanks, uh, thank you for the call. Thanks. Uh, in, enjoy your, uh, your night and, and your weekend, and we'll talk down the stretch here. 414-677-1250. All right, fine. I'm going to break all sorts of rules here. Let's go one more call. Who are we going nope. to, Tim?
8: Notebook Mike.
7: Notebook Mike. Notebook Mike, I'm squeezing you in before the break well, here, Mark. I
16: almost dropped the phone. I didn't think I'd get on. I couldn't get on with Bart either. Uh,
7: <laughs> but you're going
16: nationwide tonight. I think yeah, there's no a kidding. private jet and a helicopter in your future.
7: <laughs> Let's do it, yeah.
16: To go do uh, Zach Elton. Yeah, I couldn't get on there. Though, no, I'll but. just
7: I'll just go back to Vegas. I'll go back to Las Vegas and just do any show from there. That'd be well, this that'd is be
16: nice. Fine with you know, me. I'm from the sleepy little town of Milwaukee, and we got Windsor, Alaska calls coming in. I mean, I've never heard this before. All these callers coming out of the wood. Yeah, but uh, I'll be real yeah, quick. It's,
7: it's fun. I think the. The Brewers are starting to get on a roll, though. I mean that they're, they're starting to yeah, take, but, uh, take no. hold of this. Now, granted, it's only seven games.
16: Pump the brakes just a little bit. And hear me out. How many cigarettes did you have in the eighth and ninth? Four. So you were still worried, you know what? right? I, it's
7: were you well, worried? You know what? When and I, I. I not as much as you would think, because I trust Devin Williams and Josh Hader more than most pitchers when there's men on base. I, you're a little worried, yeah, just by mere fact there's runners on base, but not nearly as you would be if it were Hobie Milner or, you know, pick, pick Dwayne okay. Underwood Jr. You think you feel the same with two runners on? Well, of course you not. you know
16: what, Devin Williams, Josh Hader, see you later. But what impressed me is uh, Christian Yalich. That one call said the way he played that ball off the wall. But he used to be in the American League, right? Yeah, but I don't
7: think he had that much experience, maybe just a handful of games at Fenway.
16: Okay, okay. But, and Tyrone Taylor gets a lot of heat. I mean, at least he didn't hit in a double play. Right? Yeah, he But did, I'll leave though. you with this real so quick. Yeah, no, he did. You know? That Josh Hader, you know what he reminds me of? When he goes down 3 and on the count, he reminds me of Mark Fidrich, the bird. He takes it personal, and he always battles back. Yeah. Do you ever
7: notice oh, that? Remember Mark Fidrich? Wow. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. The bird. Notebook, Mike, good stuff. Hey, you guys have, have a good a great, weekend. Have a great weekend.
16: And remember, you Boston's too. in last place. Um, so. Cool the Jets. <laughs> they're
7: they're fifty and fifty-one now. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're a game under now. Mark Fidrich for the younger audience. Explain. Um, I want to say late mid seventies, mid to late seventies, seventy-seven, 8 range, maybe somewhere in there. Dude from uh, Detroit Tigers, rookie, uh, used to talk to himself, and he was, like, just having a monster year. But his his thing was that he would talk to the baseball. I mean, literally. I don't know if you've seen video on this, Tim. Yeah. But he would literally just talk to the baseball, hold it up, have a conversation with, with the baseball, and that was just his thing. If I'm not mistaken, did we lose him? maybe five years ago or so in some weird accident?
8: Well, let me – so he pitched five just, years. Just Google it up re-
7: really quick. I just want to go on, on memory here, but I just want to educate uh, the, the, the younger audience about – I mean, he took the league by storm. I've seen him pitch. I, I used to see him pitch. And he was the thing to see. Because he would talk to the baseball and it was like this this is this is so weird. It was it was fun, weird. it wasn't strange, weird. it was just sort of fun. And cover of Sports Illustrated. he was getting uh, Monday night baseball games. I think Cosell was was uh, broadcasting some some of their games. and I, th- I want to say Rookie of the Year.
8: Wow, this is he dot you're right about his death.
7: Yeah, he he had a, he he was a, he a was working truck. on a car or yeah, something. His
8: dump truck, and it got okay. caught. His clothes got caught in some sort of and it ripped him
7: into the drive shafters. Yeah, I don't know. suffocated. It was really really strange, really sad.
8: He only pitched five years too.
7: Yeah, short shelf life Very for him. Mm-hmm.
8: Yep. Interesting. The bird.
7: Yeah. Yeah, super, super interesting. I ran across a Mark Fidritz baseball card, a couple of them, just a, just a year or two ago. I'm like, wonder how much that's worth. All right, uh, 414-677-1250 if you want to get in here. A lot still to get to. We're going to hear from Craig Council, get you some highlights. Brewers take game one of the three-game set in Boston over the Red Sox, and they've won four in a row. And six of seven coming out of the All Star break, back to 12 games over 500. We'll be right back. Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show here on The Fan.
6: the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game. On 12:50 a.m. the Fan
7: Yeah, let's check out some of the numbers here in a Brewers 4-1 victory over the Boston Red Sox to take game one of this three-game weekend interleague matchup. And a nice win for the Brewers for sure uh, to get them back to 12 games over 500. You think about their high watermark on the final day of May. They've almost dug themselves all the way back out of that thing. That's... uh, It's a good situation uh, to be in, to say the least. Checking out the offensive numbers. Christian Yelich, a nice night tonight, that's for sure. Two for four with a walk, an RBI, and a run scored. Willie Adamas, three for five with an RBI. Andrew McCutcheon goes 0 for four with an RBI. Hunter Renfro, 0 for four. Rowdy Telez 0 for three with a walk. Luis Urias, 0 for four. Victor Caratini, one for two, two walks and a run scored. Colton Wong goes one for three with a walk and a run scored. Tyrone Taylor, one for two, and RBI, a run scored, and he was also hit by a pitch. Pitching lines tonight, Brandon Woodruff, six and a third, four hits, allows one run. It was earned a couple of walks and nine strikeouts. He threw 101 pitches. His ERA now down to 3.55, and he's come a long way uh, since uh, a rough start, I, I guess, or a rough patch in there somewhere. He uh, coming into this game was 3-0 with a 2.20 ERA in his five starts. So tack this outing onto that, and and you could say he's rolling. Brad Boxberger, two-thirds of an inning, no hits, no runs, no walks, and a strikeout. Devin Williams, one inning, two hits, no runs, uh, no walks, and a strikeout. Josh Hader, he goes one inning to record the save, allows uh, one hit, no runs, no walks, and three punchouts as uh, the Brewers get the victory. They get four runs on eight hits, no errors. The Red Sox uh One run on six hits, one error. And just real quick, uh, before the winner and loser here, uh, a little miscommunication. I was going to say earlier in the show that they played a pretty crisp baseball game, and I think uh, for the most part that's true. But there was a little miscommunication defensively early in this game. I don't know if you guys noticed that, some communication issue with Yelich and, and Adamas, or Yelich and, and Luis Urias, I think it was, and left. And then the uh, communication issue between Tyrone Taylor and Hunter Renfro. But it didn't lead to anything. they The play was made on both of those situations. But, you know, outside of that, a, they've been playing a better brand of baseball. That's for sure. Uh, the win goes to Brandon Woodruff. He now goes to 9-3, and three, the loss to Bayo. He moves to 0 and 3. Hater, the save, number 29. Again, 56 and 44 through 100 games here in the 2022 championship season.
6: It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game, presented by the 5 o'clock Steakhouse. 5 o'clock Steakhouse.
14: How powerful is Cox Internet?
17: up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
6: wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the food network now featuring home grill kits to go visit them at five o'clock steakhouse.com
7: Well, they get the victory tonight, and a uh, playoff-type feel, at least uh, where where I'm coming from here. First inning, let's get to our highlights here. Calls of the game with 5 o'clock Steakhouse. Got a couple of texts here. Uh, one of our callers in Montana, beautiful sunset over the mountains and taking a walk and, um, you know, uh, a lot of you just sitting on the deck checking out the game, whether it's via radio or your phone or whatever. And uh, the weather has just been outstanding here. I don't know, Tim, did you get outside today or were you working all day?
8: I was here for a little bit, but I had the afternoon off, so I uh, got to uh, get outside for Took a little a nap. bit. nap. No, no, no. I got... <laughs> hey, when no. it's this nice out, you got to take advantage of this, so. Yeah,
7: no no kidding. All right, first inning in this one. Brewers held off the board after a uh, yell at strikeout. There was an infield single by Willie Adamas. And uh, outside of that, uh, Renfro strikes out to end the inning uh, after a McCutcheon grounds uh, into a fielder's choice. Same thing for the Red Sox. A one-out base hit but no runs. Um, Neither team scores in the second inning. Uh, Brewers, a couple of more strikeouts. Didn't start out well against that lefty opener. Four through the first two innings. Woody allows a walk in his half of the second inning. A couple of strikeouts into the third inning after a Colton Wong ground out. That was it for the lefty opener. And the original starter, Bayo, comes in, the right-hander, and hits Tyrone Taylor in that third. One-on-one out. Yelly strikes out. Adamas grounds out into the bottom of the third inning. Woody dominates that bottom half of the third, striking out the side in order. uh, And the fourth inning, this game was starting to cruise at that point. Brewers 1-2-3 in the fourth, and Woody gets through the fourth unscathed. 62 pitches through the first four frames. And what ramped up that pitch count, Verdugo had a 10-11 pitch at-bat in that inning uh, to lead it off, but six strikeouts for Woody through the four innings of work. Uh, a couple of base runners for the Brewers in the fifth inning, one out walk to Victor Caratini, followed up by a walk to Wong. Two on with a one out, and inning over double play ground ball off the bat of Tyrone Taylor. Woody stands tall. One, two, three in the bottom half. That was a eight pitch inning. Uh, what 72 pitches into the sixth inning scoreless game Brewers, as you could say, they hit the pay window in that sixth inning, a leadoff double by Christian Yelich followed up by Willie Adamas's, uh, infield single runners at the corners with one out, uh, uh, it brought up Andrew McCutcheon, and, and a lot of you guys have been saying, well, the, in those situations uh, earlier in the season, Brewers were not getting the ball in play. They did off the bat of Andrew McCutcheon in the
5: sixth. And he lets it fly, slow roller. Yelich will score. back to first out. So McCutcheon plates the first Milwaukee run on a ground out. He also advances Adamas into scoring position. And it's one to nothing, Brewers. They finally get one across the pay station here in the 6th. Yeah, pretty...
7: yeah, they do get on the board. One zip there in the 6th inning. Uh, the, the inning continued. Rowdy was intentionally walked with uh, two outs for Luis Urias. And he, uh, he struck out to end that inning. Couldn't tack on. A run on a couple of hits in that 6th inning along with the intentional walk. Bottom 6th. Red Sox answer after two outs. This hurt. Back-to-back doubles, the second of which tied the game on an 0-2 pitch. Wow. Uh, Into the seventh inning, tied at one. Brewers answer right back in their half of the seventh inning. Lead-off base hit by Caratini. Erased on a double playground ball off the bat of Wong, but with two outs, Tyrone Taylor with a stand-up triple. And it set the stage. Is this clutch off the bat of Christian Yelich?
5: Base hit into left field. Yelich delivers with two outs. The Brewers have regained the lead, and Yelich with his second hit of the night, wasting no time here in the
10: seventh.
7: Yeah, now we should just discuss that. Was that defined as a clutch hit? One-one, top of the seventh, two outs in Boston. Christian Yelich comes up with the go-ahead base hit RBI. Tim Shea, you say it is yeah. a clutch hit, yeah? And I'm saying, no. Hmm, I I'm not. It's not a slam dunk, but yes, I would say it's a, a, a slight edge toward clutch hit. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Not just because it was and i'm not wavering on it just because it was a single and it knocked in a run i'm i'm saying it is because of the situation where where it was in terms of who you have in the bullpen that's why these are elevated hits in the 6th and 7th e- inning but even the 6th inning they're elevated hits into the maybe the clutch category based on a box williams hater back end and in that regard, yes, I'm going to go with a slight edge toward we finally see a clutch hit out <laughs> of Christian Yelich. And he gets it done. Brewers up 2-1 to one in that uh, seventh inning into the bottom half. And Woody comes right back out. Red Sox trying to answer with one out, a double. And then he walks the next man he faces. That ends his night, six and a third With the two-on, one-out, Council has seen enough. He brings in Boxberger. He had to face Jackie Bradley Jr. Falls behind JBJ, 3-1, but then comes back for a big, big strikeout for the second out of the inning, and he gets Sanchez to uh, uh, fly out, I guess, a little flare to Adamas. Uh, The Brewers maintain the lead into the eighth inning. And you're thinking victory at this point for sure. Brewers strike out in order in the eighth inning. McCutcheon, Renfro, Telez, Devin's coming on. Bottom of the eighth inning into the game and, well, into trouble. But out of trouble. Base hit, one out later. Base hit, two on, one out later. It is a strikeout to Bogarts this was a huge moment in this game.
5: Three and two the count. Here he comes. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out. Back-to-back changeup to a huge K for Williams. Royal.
7: Big, big strike out there. And he gets a ground ball to get out of the inning, 2-1. to one. Now here's the deal. You get a free shot at insurance and then a Brewers victory with Josh Hader in the bottom of the ninth inning, right? But the Brewers, well, they get some insurance in that ninth inning. This was big. A one-out walk to Caratini, followed up by a double from Colton Wong off the monster. And it brought up Tyrone Taylor. And T.T. gets it in play. And the Brewers get that first insurance run.
5: And Taylor hits a high fly ball deep left. This will be plenty deep to get Caratini. Verdugo Winds it up, throws to third, and Caratini scores. That's a big one. That's a nice at bat by Tyrone Taylor. Fought off a number of tough split-fingered fastballs. 3-1 to
7: one at that point. Yelich then would be intentionally walked, but two on, two out, one in. Willie already with two hits on the night. Uh, he comes through with his third hit of the game.
5: And Adamas pulls one through for a base hit. Wong will turn and head home. Throw to the plate from Verdugo, and it's missed by Powecki. Wong scores. Adamas goes to second. He went for the pick and the tag, and it went right by him.
7: And there you go. The fourth Brewers run 4-1. to one. Uh, That's where it ended up because Hayter, well, it was a bit rocky in the ninth. Falls behind the leadoff hitter 3-0, comes back to strike him out. And gives up a base hit. He was down in that count, 3-0. Third hitter, uh, you guessed it, yeah, he was down 3-0 in that count. Comes back to strike him out. And finally, the fourth hitter, he's up 0-2, a foul ball, and then a strikeout for the game winner. Brewers get the victory tonight. Again, 54, I should say 56-44 and 44 here in the 22 championship season. Craig Council's got to be pleased. We're going to hear from the Brewers manager next here on The Fan. What I want.
6: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
2: It's that time of year. Cash the Ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app
6: or wherever you get your
2: podcasts.
6: It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250
7: AM The Fan. 4-1 Brewers get the victory. Hopefully your Friday night is going okay. I would appreciate you listening. If you want to, you know, mark this down or maybe grab your phone and change the phone numbers, not just for this show, but uh, for... Uh, The Bart Winkler show, the Wendy's Big Show, uh, the afternoon show here on the fan. Got different phone numbers here. And it's it's 414-677-1250. Instead of the 799 you might have already in your phone, just the fan. And just change the number to 414-677-1250. And if if you, you feel the need to call next week or whatever, the change is already made. Your first reaction is going to be to grab your phone. You want to yell at Bart or about something or <laughs> get into it with Sparky about uh, something. Uh, it just says the fan and on your phone, and you can go for it. But a different number. Change that. 414-677-1250 are the new phone numbers here for the fan. And now let's get to uh, Craig Council. Got to be pretty happy with uh, the game today, the offense in there. Uh, the pitching just one run over the nine innings of work, and Woody a nice performance once again. Here's Counts.
3: The late inning offense. Do you like the approaches that you're seeing from guys of just keeping the line moving? Um, you know, to add on those runs there.
18: Well, I mean, tonight, tonight was like, I mean, Vic had a nice at bat, really nice at bat to lead off the inning, and then Ty just had had a special at bat where he. he Fouled off some really tough pitches, some good foul balls, uh, with some with some really good pitches, and then I think he got a split finger a little bit up in the zone, and and you know after he'd seen a bunch of them, was able to put a good swing on it. So that that was a great at bat, tough at bat, um, and um, you know we got a, we got at Willie had a nice at bat down two strikes too to to you know get a base hit. So a lot of a lot of good stuff in that. Uh, you know, last thing. There's a lot of two-out stuff, a lot of two-strike stuff, um, and kind of what you got to do on a night like tonight, where you know they they were the pitching was really good the first five innings of the game. There was there was no we didn't hit a ball hard for five innings um, until until the le let off the six with that double. So. Um, they they pitched well those first five innings.
10: Craig, how about the Yellies at bat there after the double play the drive and Tyrone, first pitch ninety miles an hour was able to. Yeah, it away.
18: yeah. I mean he's he's swinging it good and um, you know that was that was an important run. Obviously we, uh, they, they put one together against Woody with some two out stuff and so to get the lead right back was was big there. We talked before that you said hitters make adjustments all the time. Often we don't see it, but when a guy does make a little adjustment to get payoff from it right away? Is it, I mean, that's the way to go, right, if you want to stick with something? Yeah, I mean, I think any time you make an adjustment, you, you probably got to stick with it to to, to find out. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I think Christian's been been swinging the bat really well and getting on base a ton and being a real effective leadoff hitter. What about Woody tonight? Like a... Yeah, I mean, he just he got caught in a groove there, and he was just throwing a ton of strikes, um, like quality strikes, um, getting swing and miss. Um, so it was a really good performance. And I, and I thought Brad Boxberger did a heck of a job, too. I mean, he comes into a tough situation, um, and he made some good pitches when he fell behind in the count to, to Bradley.
8: All three of those guys, sort of high stress, a lot
18: of. High yeah, I mean, Devin stars. had a good inning. He just he had some bad luck. Um, you know, he made great pitches to Verdugo and just had some bad luck.
10: Did you know, don't did you notice the crowd tonight? Pretty, pretty large Pro Brewers contingent.
18: Yeah, I think I noted that before the game.
10: Well, <laughs> They're cheering. Yeah,
18: they're pretty yeah. loud though. Yeah. <laughs> so Is cheering, that what you anticipated right? after seeing the streets earlier today? Like, I you, mean, i like I mean, I thought they'd be loud because I thought. They're happy that they're here and we're going to enjoy themselves. <laughs> yeah, there he
7: is, Craig Council, after the Brewers' 4-1 to victory in Boston to take game one of this three-game set. Uh, on the other side, we're going to check the uh, matchup uh, for game number two. And just a reminder here, a little domino has fallen in the trade market in the central here as Luis Castillo goes from the Reds to the Mariners. Uh, We'll be right back here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show here
6: on The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game.
7: I will take a look at game two of this three-game set in just a second here, but we got to get a couple of comments in here from Brandon Woodruff, who, again, stays on his role in tonight's performance, six and a third, just allowing the one-run, nine strikeouts, and his ERA now just falling down to 3.55. And let's hear from the Brewers' right-hander
10: well like they were especially I don't tonight. know it was yeah
19: I mean I guess is it I don't, we don't come here that often Probably. I don't know but yeah uh leaving the hotel today there was a ton of brewers fans walking the streets coming in and um even when we pulled up they were there you know greeting us and there was only like two of me and uh Jake McGee getting off on the last bus and they were you know already piling in and um walking out to uh, to warm up they were great like I mean they were standing and there's really nowhere to hide here and the bullpen so you kinda just you know, they're just right on top yeah. of you. So it was great for the fans to be able to, you know, kinda get that close up experience. But there was a lot of brewers and fans and they were they were great. That makes, and I could definitely hear them. Makes so. a difference. Yeah, for sure. And when you're on the road and you you got the support like that, it's um it means a lot to us and when you come into a place like this, um it's kinda similar to that Wrigley feel, the old feel like that and um anytime you can have Bruiser fans cheering like that—it's—it's—it's it's,
1: it's pretty cool. Is it a cool experience for you? Picture yeah, these uh, I
19: can't. I was here ten years ago in the Cape Cod League, and we had a workout, and that was the last time I was here. Um, I didn't—I was—you know—I wasn't in the clubhouse or anything, just on the field. And I remember, you know, I, I didn't come early enough to go into the wall, but I'm gonna do it tomorrow and sign it and everything. So, um, but yeah, pretty cool. Just a real. Uh, I don't know, just that old feel. It's got that Wrigley feel to it, and uh, the big wall is pretty cool. You know, you just come out, you kind of want to look around at it and everything, but, um, no, it was cool. It was fun. I'm glad I was able to pitch here.
7: Yeah, there's Brandon Woodruff after his performance tonight, and the Brewers now with their fourth consecutive victory. And they've won uh, now six of seven games coming out of the All-Star break, making up some ground here back to 12 games over five let Let's see if they can keep the roll going. Let's check the matchups for game two, a 3-10 first pitch. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Gene Wagner, plumbing Game show on the fan, Tim.
8: All right, tomorrow going for the Brew Crew six, with a record of 6-3 and three and a 3.84 ERA. Eric Lauer going up against Nick Pavetta. 8-7 and seven with a 4.35 ERA. Not only is the game on Valley Sports, but it is also nationally on FS1. Tomorrow okay, tomorrow? so Big Fox as well. I thought they wouldn't do
7: both of them. Hmm.
8: It's, this it's must FS, be a regional. It's FS1, yeah. It's FS1. Big Fox has the night games Okay, tomorrow. all right. It's yep. F- F- yep. F- FS1. Yep. Gotcha. All right,
7: yeah. Yeah, so Sweet. A couple of different platforms for the Brew Crew tomorrow in game two. Well, you guys have a great night. Enjoy this nice weather. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful weekend as well. And we'll talk to you after the last pitch as you make the switch. For Tim Shea, my name is Tim Allen. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody, and smile. Milwaukee, the world will smile back.